Welcome to a new episode of the Oh My Career Goodness podcast. I'm your host, Hamza Islam, and this week, my guest is Justin Achao, who is a member of the Ohio State men's gymnastics team. And as you can tell, I'm currently in gear because I'm wearing an Ohio State t-shirt. For those who are tuning in for the first time, I do go to The Ohio State University, and so it's nice to be able to talk to someone from college. But uh, just a little bit of background on my guest. He is one of the best athletes I have met at Ohio State. And we are known as an athletic school, particularly football and basketball, but we are, we also have, uh, we're also good in other sports, particularly gymnastics. And so I'm really excited that Justin found time, uh, given his busy schedule. So here's my conversation with Justin Achao. Justin Achao, welcome to the Oh My Curry Goodness podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to see what we have to do here. Man, I got to tell you, um, you are the first athlete of this podcast. And one of the things that I was really looking for is that what makes a great athlete is not necessarily what they do in their respective sports. Mm -hmm. But I look at a pod, I look at my podcast from a humanistic point of view. And mm -hmm. you're great at what you do, but you're also a better human being. And <laughs> I'm so glad to call you a friend. And I know people are just hearing you for the first time. But I have to say, while you may be good at one of the most difficult sports in the world, um, there's no doubt that you're an even better friend. So thank <laughs> you so much, truly, for uh, being an amazing person and for saying yes to this podcast. Thank you so much. This really means a lot. I really appreciate it. Honestly, for the fact that like I've only known you for like pretty much a, sef like, a semester, regardless, we haven't really talked that much, even when we're in class together. But like, I'm glad we made that contact. And I'm really like, I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely, man. It really means a lot. And let's talk about gymnastics because mm -hmm. I feel like this is one of the most difficult sports in the world. Mm -hmm. And we will always talk about, like, we will always have that debate about what is the most difficult sport in the world, football, yeah, yeah. Um, gymnastics, mm -hmm. I don't know, any other sport. Yeah. As someone who plays the sport, how difficult is gymnastics and where do you rank gymnastics in terms of the toughest sports to compete in? Um, it's a tough question because it's like, regardless, I feel like all sports are hard to compete in because it's like that moment to shine, right? Mm. So the difference between like gymnastics and other sports is that this is like one of the only sports, one of like very few where you have like the solo aspect and the team aspect, but obviously only the solo scores like combined the team score. So it's practically still on yourself and like your team can't really help you, mm. but that's like a pretty mentally tolling fact about gymnastics and i personally feel like gymnastics is definitely the hardest sport out of all <laughs> sports i just probably sound like so biased but like realistically as someone who does gymnastics and like who's been doing gymnastics since i was about like six years old i was always like oh looking at like football and all these other sports like wow that looks so hard but like i'm like I, but they can't do what i'm doing right now i know that like regardless i'm not i can't do what they're doing but like if I were to, if someone were to pick up gymnastics right now, regardless of how athletic they are, I think I would be able to pick up their sport and get better at it quicker than they can pick it up and get better at my sport. Honestly, I know it feels like, because I mean, as someone, and I think a lot of us will watch the, will watch gymnastics, gymnastics, especially in like the Olympics and yeah, we'll see yeah. like one of the targets that they will always look for is perfection which mm -hmm. we'll obviously talk about later on, but it's also mm -hmm. like, I mean, I've seen highlights of you and I'm like, 
I know you're good at what you're doing, but I'm like, please don't die. You know? <laughs> yeah. This sport is definitely very, very dangerous. There was actually like a recent like incident in a sense that I heard about at like one of the uh, women's competitions where like there was a lot of distractions from like the crowd. And I was like, that's kind of like unsportsmanlike and like, it's very dangerous. Like our sport, we could like miss our foot and next minute we're knocked out or unconscious or paralyzed. So it's like terrifying in all reality. But yeah. Now I want to discuss, I don't want to, and I hope like what I'm about to say doesn't offend you in any way, but like oftentimes gymnastics, I'll look at like their height and they're relatively <laughs> short. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like take Simone Biles. I for, I don't know how tall she is, but like, she's really good at her sport, but she's like maybe five, one, five, two. I think yeah, you're yeah. like five, 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 six ish. I think five, four, five, four. So also, is, Simone Biles is definitely like, five foot if not like four eleven <laughs> so is this sport really for short people or how do you like just how do you address that um <clears throat> i want to say yes <laughs> but like i have seen people who are taller like we have people on my team who's like five eleven, like doing gymnastics like obviously being shorter is easier because like the way equipment is set out to be and like by like the rules they can only be like so high so like if you're tall that sucks you know like you can't really do anything about it other than like maybe like continuously move like like lower the ground almost because like we have the mats and we can like take out those mats to make sure you don't like touch the ground but um i personally think that the sport actually is a sport for short people <laughs> um it definitely makes it easier to like move around there's like less like weight in a sense as well yeah compared to like other people like our, one of our strongest ring guys right now is like his name is matt um i forgot his last name but um this guy is like five foot five foot absolute monster on rings but like he's as like he doesn't look like a big guy it's just like he's so light that he can like it's easier for him to hold himself up wow i <laughs> I'm I think I'm like five 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 six. So maybe I'll have a career in gymnastics. Um no Go I'm just it. kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I can bring you to the gym, honestly. If you want to come by, you can check it out. <laughs> um someday. But let's let's talk about um the relationship you have with the sport because obviously you are a member of the Ohio State men's gymnastics team. Mm -hmm. And for a little background for those who are not a, a familiar with Ohio State, we are obviously known for our academics, but also athletics as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, when it comes to sports, they'll think of football and basketball, but Ohio State has an amazing gymnastics team or gymnastics team. And obviously you're a part of it, mm -hmm. but I would love to know how the sport first started out for you, because I think you talked about this. You were, I think like six years old when yep. you first started, was yeah. it, the, was it, what kind of relationship was gymnastic? Was it like one of those things where like, once you were introduced to the sport, you were all in, or was it something that like you tried other sports and then gymnastics stood out. Cause like, for example, I love soccer and it's still my favorite sport to this day. Yeah. And there was a point in time when I'm in my life, when I first started playing soccer, I was like, yeah. I'm going to become a professional soccer player. Of course mm -hmm. that is no longer, <laughs> but for you, what, what kind of like, what kind of relationship did you have with gymnastics? Um, it's actually really funny. Cause I was having a conversation with like one of my friends, like one of the people I actually just recently met this weekend. We were like talking like pretty deeply about it, but, um, um, Gymnastics was not my first sport, if I recall correctly. Um, I actually started with soccer, basketball. Like the thing is, like I did a little bit, like a bunch of sports when I was younger because my parents put me in them. 
but like realistically when i started like playing sports i started gymnastics at six i don't really know the ages for the other ones but i did soccer basketball tennis gymnastics all at the same time wow and <laughs> dropped soccer first then dropped basketball and it was between like tennis and gymnastics until i was about like 12 i want to say because my parents were like it's up to you because like at this point you have potential in both and you can decide to go either way obviously like at the time when i talked to my parents recently about like oh yeah what if i went tennis they were like you know realistically i wouldn't be like tall enough almost because a lot of tennis players are like pretty tall and like right. obviously that makes like a difference but um around the age of 12 i made the decision to commit to gymnastics entirely and like like just like knowing the potential i had my parents like were okay with either one very supportive really appreciative of that but um <clears throat> that's when i ended up like really choosing gymnastics and like the way i got into gymnastics is like uh it's because of my mom actually so my mom used to do gymnastics when she was a kid and like when i was like really young um i used to be like so energetic so obviously like legitimately climbing up the walls i know everybody used to climb up the walls um <clears throat> but my mom was like yeah let's put him in gymnastics class because then he can use all his energy over there instead of running around the house and then it turned out being a lot better than possible like better than expected in a sense because like I started showing interest and I loved it, everything like that. And like my mom is actually the reason that I actually got like a handstand, a cartwheel, round off, back handspring, all these things are things that like she taught me on her bed at home. Like I just stand there and she like spot me through it or like whatever it was. But yeah. No, wow. I um I think first of all, I mean, I'm glad that you have support from your parents to be able, especially your mom, to be able to allow you to compete. Yeah. or in the sport that you love and here you are today now yeah yeah um we all have most of us love sports to the point where we always have this have this dream of potentially taking it as far as possible mm -hmm. now for you when you were first starting out was it one of those things where you were like once you got into sport you never saw yourself doing anything else or was it one of those situations where and obviously we're going to talk about this because uh, later but like being a college athlete is difficult, especially competing in a division one school. Mm -hmm. Um, did you ever think of it as like more of like a, like, let's just do this thing for fun. Or did you ever think like, maybe this is something I can make into a potential career? Um, I would say I've always enjoyed gymnastics my entire life. Mm. Um, when I was younger, I never really had the goal of doing gymnastics in college because I didn't like see the appeal to it. But it's not like I was, like, against it either, but it just wasn't, like, my goal, you know? Like, since I was a kid, my goal has always been Olympics. Like, probably since, like, as young as I could remember. Once I started, like, doing good and, like, realizing that I was, like, good at gymnastics. I don't want to sound, like, cocky or anything. But um, right. um, once I, like, realized that gymnastics is something that I could be, like, one of the best at, like, in the nation, in the world. And, like, I kind of stuck with the goal of the Olympics. And like, it wasn't really like a college thing that I was looking at, but yeah. No. And I want to actually talk about college because being a, when, being a <clears> professional <throat> athlete is extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, But even being a college athlete is difficult. Division one is one of the most difficult divisions to get into. Yeah. And yeah, we have like division two, division three. These are even more, yeah. these are even also difficult as well. Yeah. Yeah. When did you realize, was there a moment in time when you realized that Yes, you're really good at what you're doing that potentially you could make, you could 
go far in college because there are a lot of people who and i and i know you you just mentioned about like you don't want to be cocky but at the end of the day i also feel like there are a lot of people who say that they're really good at this but being a college athlete is like one percent of the entire population so mm-hmm. when did you realize given how difficult being a college of being knowing how difficult it can be to go into uh college and to pursue in an athletic career when mm-hmm. did you realize that that dream could be a possibility oh um probably around the age of 16 was when i like came to the realization because i was like oh yeah like my friends like you still want to go to college right like obviously and like i never like was against it but like there were people from my gym who didn't go to college intentionally for like gymnastics entirely and i was like yeah i do want to go to college obviously i'd rather get like an education because like gymnastics won't be there my whole life Right. But um that's when it kind of became like more realistic that I was like, Oh yeah, I could be a D one athlete at like a like a really cool college. Like that's pretty sick, you know? Like it's not like it's really hard. It would be it's like a good way to show off that like the hard work has paid off, you know? When you're in this idea of potentially, you know, pursuing the sport in college, there's a lot of excitement and there's a lot of nerves. And I don't know what the college recruitment was like, but take me back to that moment when you were trying to pick out your college. How many colleges okay. were going after you? And then secondly, what stuck out about Ohio State? Because, okay. um, you know, there are a lot of people that would love to have someone like you on their team, but Ohio <laughs> State was ultimately the one that stuck out. Yeah. Um. Let me see. My, like, college recruitment process probably started around 2018. So, like, for gymnastics, um, colleges can't reach out to the gymnasts or their coaches until they are juniors in high school i'm pretty sure if not seniors i think no i think it's seniors like it's like it was like 2018 around august like that fall semester of high school um so for us like i remember the first contact i ever had is actually like air force that reached out to me and i was like I'm not really, I don't really want to go into like Army, Air Force, Navy or any of them. It's like just not what I want in a sense. But um, that process is like kind of funny to me because I remember, so that year, like we just finished nationals in August and that 2018 nationals I actually won. And then I was still like kind of confused because I like at that point, like colleges were able to like reach out to me and stuff like that. But, like, nobody reached out to me, and I was, like, kind of confused. And, like, I reached out to, like, one of the coaches, and apparently they had this perspective because of, like, people from my gym didn't go to, like, college. So they had the perspective that I wasn't going to go to college, and they, like, didn't bother to reach out to me. But then, like, once word got out that I was reaching out, like, that I would like to go to college and, like, continue to pursue gymnastics in college, I got offers from – okay, well, I started talking to, like, Illinois, Stanford, Penn State, Ohio State like nebraska all these places um but that recruitment process is like probably one of the like most fun few weeks of my life <laughs> when i think about it realistically because it's like oh wow that's so cool like these colleges want me to be on their team to go to their college and like i get to go away this weekend off to stanford and it's halloween weekend so like yeah this is so fun we'll dress up yada yada i get to see like how they train as like a college team I get to tour their campus, see everything like along the lines of like what I want to do and like what I do there. So like, I honestly found the recruitment process to be like extremely exciting and thrilling. I think Ohio State was a great one as well. <laughs> I remember like, I th- actually, the thing that caught my attention at Ohio State was like the campus. 
Right. I was like, I love the campus here. Like, it's beautiful. Like, the Mirror Lake is nice. Like, it's, everything's just, like, so open. Right. It doesn't really feel, like, closed off or anything like that. Like, yeah. No, I want to let people know that if you ever come, if you ever walk around Ohio State campus, it literally feels like there's a billion people on campus. Yes. That's <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> you just yeah. walk in, you're like, wow, where did you guys come from? Yeah, but yeah. no, I mean, you have been... You've been competing, I think, for like three, maybe four years now. Um, I'd love to know what have been some three years, basically. Three years, just, yeah. I'm into okay. my senior year now. <laughs> so what have been some of your favorite memories uh, competing for Ohio State? Because, I mean, you know, obviously there's the experience side. I mean, yes, you get to work with some of your teammates who become brothers or become part of your community. But from yeah. like a sports perspective, what have been your favorite memories? Um. Let me see. Definitely all the, my favorite memories came from this recent season. Because, like, my freshman year, our season got, like, cut in half, like, really early because of COVID. Right. And then that following year, everything was practically, like, competitions over Zoom, which wasn't really that exciting either. But, yeah, um, definitely this last year, this recent year was, like, the best year. Uh, moments that really stood out to me was, like, um... Uh, our OSU versus Michigan competition here at Cavelli like last year. So exciting, so thrilling. Um, I did like the best floor set of my life, like stuck the disc on everything. I like that's like a memory that's like ingrained into my head as like a core memory. Um another one is us against Nebraska last season as well. That was like our senior night. So like that was our last night in Cavelli for the season. Like this competition was like deciding factor for big 10 conference champs so like if we win it we become conference champs if they win it they become conference champs okay so the way that works is like throughout the season whoever wins against the most opponents becomes like conference champs but yeah um it was like coming down to the last event and like the last few routines and we just happened to win like over by like a few tenths like we were down behind them going into the last event but we pulled ahead right at the end which is like super thrilling like the comeback was crazy everyone was screaming like they're coming out with a reward like all of our seniors are like crying and everything it was just like such a joyful moment you know right and then i'd say another moment that was like really that stood out for me was ncaa's um it was right at the end like right when we finished last event i finished and i'm standing there and i'm looking at the scoreboard because i really like i wasn't like paying attention all too much like to my scores or anything like that. Cause I was kind of more focused on like my gymnastics and I don't want to get like distracted and like get in my head, like, Oh, I need to do this and that. Like I should just be focusing on like the next event at this point. It's already in the past, but yeah, we finished and I like looked up and I was like, wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> I ended up like ninth place at NCAAs. So like, it was really like redeeming to go through such hard work that like season. Right. Cause like halfway through season, I got an injury. It was like, two weeks out from big tens and was like four weeks out from not, like NCAAs. I like rolled my ankle. I didn't like do anything on my ankle, no landings, no tumbling, nothing up until like, I want to say like the second end of second week going into third week. So like before NCAAs, I had like a week of training on my ankle before we just went and I just kind of sent it turned out really good. <laughs> Very happy with that. But yeah. No. Wow. I mean, you have definitely a lot of memories and I know that given that it's your senior year, I'm sure you're going to have more memories. Yeah, and I hope, yeah. you know, it's the last one. So hopefully it's the best one, right? Yeah. But yeah. 
Uh, I want to transition into the student, the student side of you, because you are not only an athlete, but you're also a student athlete. Yes. Um, yes. To many people who are not in college, I just want to let people know that college is hard, but <laughs> oh my. Um, being a student in college, especially like Ohio State is hard. Being a student athlete um, is a completely different field or is, is, is hard as well, but we often don't know how hard it is. So as mm -hmm. someone who is a student athlete, how difficult is it? How difficult is your, I guess, your lifestyle compared to students? And secondly, given that you are passionate about gymnastics, given that you're good at it, but you also have to make sure that you are the best person in the classroom, how do you mm -hmm. continue to like balance that given that there's so many things that are on your plate and it's going to be hard to like really balance everything? Yeah. Um, I remember being asked this question probably like at least once every year that I've been here. <laughs> um, it's usually asked by recruits as well, which is like pretty common. Um, it's very understandable. So going into college, like you have to know, like you said, college is hard. It's yeah. not like high school. You can be a straight A student in high school. It's not as easy to do in like college, especially depending on your major. But um, I would say as long as you know your priorities, the only difference between like you and I, like I don't want to like make it sound like drastic. So like. The only difference between like you and I is like I have like additional things on my schedule that's like in those slots. Like you might have free time here. For me, that's like my practice block. Right. And like that's how you like make it simple to not like bring yourself any extra pressure. Like as long as you know, like, okay, yeah. So like as a student athlete, you get your we get priority in like scheduling for classes. So like obviously it's built around our class, like our practices, so like nothing like overlaps. So like there's no like worry there. When it's, it's like scared, like, oh, what if I have practice right here? But then I need to go to this class here. Like, regardless, like your academics come first if like it does overlap. But um, as a student athlete, it's like, it's stressful. I'll say that, especially when season starts, because we're in season right now. Like we're a winter sport, like our fall season versus the winter season, very different. Like we tend to do heavier classes, like heavier, like workload aim to for like the fall semester so we're not doing so much like while we're in season because it's like week after week we have competition like we leave on thursday we're spending the night friday compete saturday come back and then like you have to keep up with classes and work and everything like that but um i'd say it's pretty hard to be a student <laughs> athlete i'm like pretty used to it now but like yeah freshman year i was struggling i think like the hardest thing like one of the biggest things for me unfortunately is like I don't know, like, I feel like everyone has this problem when they go to college, but, like, food was a struggle for me. Oh, like, okay. I just could not manage my time properly to, like, get, like, lunch in between, like, practice and, like, class, which was, like, terrible. So, like, crackers and, like, cheese <laughs> were, like, meals for me here and there, which is, like, pretty bad, but, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I can't imagine. And it's weird because at times, especially in college, and like you said, it also depends on major as well, um, yeah. balancing your schoolwork, it can be difficult because yeah. you're taking so many yeah. classes and then there's the athlete side. So <clears throat> then there's like a part of me where it's like, I would love to be an athlete, but then it's like, am I able to actually be the best version of myself? Best, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, in the sense of being best athlete and being the yeah. best student. Yeah. But um, I'd actually uh, love to add on to like that student side a bit if I can real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Go um, ahead. Something I'm also grateful for, like being here at Ohio State and like being an athlete, like we have so many resources here, you know, like so many resources for like athletes. It's like, 
oh, you need a tutor for this class. You can get this tutor. Like, go ahead. Like, whatever it is. Freshman year, sophomore year, you're required hours at, like, a study table to make sure that, like, to assist you in, like, making sure you get your work done. So, like, honestly, those, like, being built into me was, like, very helpful. But, yeah. Many student athletes, these especially this past year, have been open about talking, uh, talking about their mental health. Yes. And yes. I know as a gymnast, while physical health is important, the mental yeah. health is even more important. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's unfortunate given that you guys are human beings at the end of the day. <coughs> yes. We'd love to see, we love to see you perform, but we know that at the end of the day, it's like at what cost. And sometimes yeah, that yeah. cost can be really sad mm-hmm. and gymnastics. And I don't know, I can't speak for every sport, but we did talk a bit about how gymnastics is like one of those, like you have to be like perfect in order to be like good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So for you, how do you try to manage your mental health given like you are an athlete, you are a student and you have to try to be the best in those versions. And as well, just aside from college, you also have to be like the best friend towards other people as possible. And so like, how do you handle that? And does the idea of perfection ever bother you in any way? Um, the idea of perfection doesn't bother me because I feel like it's been ingrained into my head so much. And I feel like with this sport, I've matured a lot mentally over the past three years or so. Cause it's like, if you continue, like being a perfectionist in the sport, like you kind of have to, if you want to be good. And if you want to like be at the top, cause if you're not a perfectionist, you're going to get tense off and you're not going to get up there. And that's like what it is, unfortunately. But, um, if you don't understand that gymnastics, like, if you don't understand that you fail in gymnastics a lot of times, almost, like, as much as you, like, succeed, if not, like, if you're failing more than you succeed, that's normal. Like, that happens, and you can't let that get to you. Because if you let that get to you, your mental will, like, fall. And, like, I had that point where I was like, oh, my God, I keep falling, yada, yada. But then I, like, make it here and there. But, like, I wasn't really appreciative of it. And I wasn't really taking, like, the right perspective to, like, look at it and be like oh that's good okay that's progress over the past like year or so like my biggest thing for myself has been like progress is progress like today might be bad and yesterday might have been better but like that's when you start looking even smaller like oh this routine like this little piece was better good progress like now you know like that minor detail matters in gymnastics like you said perfectionism but like it comes down to like your hands or like legs looking from this to like this and like that will cost you like a gold medal at the olympics like realistically which is like really unfortunate but like that's just like how the sport works and like mentally like you said i'm a student athlete like just like the rest of us gymnasts here like at ohio state um i'm gonna go back to like the same thing of like priorities like if your priorities aren't in line, your mental will also fail because then it's going to be too much as well. It's going to add extra stress where you don't need it. And like one of the biggest things is like, if something happens, it's already happened. If there's something you can do about it, work towards it. If not, leave in the past, move on, try and do better on the next one. Like that's what it is. And then if you can't like, if you can't take up that mentality and you continue to strain your mental on that, it'll definitely affect you academically and athletically physically and everywhere you can think of and all like realistically but um i'd say i'm in a good mental state currently (laughs) (laughs) like i've definitely had points where like my mental was like pretty pretty beat and like usually that's like 
after exams, after season where I'm just like, wow, I'm like mentally exhausted and like physically exhausted. But like at that point, like the biggest thing about gymnastics and what makes it hard to get like a break and like why mental toughness is so important for our sport is like, you don't really get a break or year round training. Like I don't recall getting, I've never taken longer than like a week and a half off of gymnastics in my entire life. So you're on that constant grind, like yeah, basically the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> in that summertime, like when we're off season, right? We're really off. Like the thing is, like when I was younger, until college, you're doing gymnastics year round, competitions year round, nonstop. Like you'll have a competition in like May, you might have off like June, July, but competition August again, and then start up again in September, and then december and then it just keeps going and going and going so like if you stop that's when you like kind of pivoting and like you're taking that time to like rest i understand if you're injured i understand but like unfortunately in this sport it's like the toughest to survive wow you know i i feel like in a way yeah that that is a lot um that's probably the most unfortunate thing about sports is that yeah that in order to be, you have to be like the toughest to survive. And it, it's not just, and I know it's not just about gymnastics. It's about every sport. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like talked about it when we, when I said that it's like 1% of like the, the entire population or 1% of the country will actually compete in a division one sport. And yeah, it's weird because like, we'll see all the successes that a person has. We'll see like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I've seen a lot of the stuff that you've done and you mm-hmm. make it look so easy. But at the end of the day, it's like the the amount of effort that you have to put in and yeah, that yeah. one small thing could effectively just ruin like your momentum and ruin like basically yeah, everything yeah. that you've that you've worked for. It's but, like the countless hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I want to ask you um, one thing and this kind of slipped off my mind. But as I mentioned before, Ohio State is a school for academics, but also athletics. Mm-hmm. And um, anytime you meet uh, actually this was me this was this was my mindset so i'm gonna apologize to myself for having this mindset <laughs> but like when whenever i meet an ohio state athlete you're i think like the third ohio state athlete i've met mm-hmm. which is like there's always this sense of i guess like celebrity moment where um, if you okay. like if you meet an ohio state athlete and, and i'll say ohio state athlete because of how good ohio state has been in sports it's very easy to kind of like forget that they are human beings Mm-hmm. And so, like, I remember when you, like, when we had a class together, I didn't necessarily freak out because I've trained, I've, I'd say trained in the sense where it's like, oh, I'm used to the fact that these people are human beings. Yeah. But when you're in a classroom and people recognize you or people are starting to recognize, like, oh, this, here's this guy that's going to meets or who's representing Ohio State at a, at a uh, pretty big tournament. Is there mm-hmm. ever a moment of like celebrity where people just kind of like look at you and you're like the focus of the classroom? Has that ever been a thing? Cause I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. No, it hasn't been a thing. Um, To me, it's like, I don't, it's not like I don't like being an athlete in like class. Like I don't mind. Like, I don't think it's like a topic. Like I'm a pretty extroverted person. I like talking to people. I like making friends. So like when I sit in class, I'll make friends and stuff. And, like, the topic will come up, like, oh, what sport do you do? And I'm like, oh, gymnastics. And like, oh, that's so cool. And that's usually, like, as far as it gets. 
because like we're in class obviously and like we're just like okay yeah we're, we're working class like if i have any questions let me know like like whatever it is like i'd love to help you and if you can help me that'd be great if you need to like talk if you want to go study i'm all for it you know right. but like i don't think i've ever had like a celebrity moment where people are like oh my god he's an athlete you know <laughs> like i do think that like unfortunately i've actually brought this up to a few people too i'm like what are your like perspectives on athletes at colleges like like is it stereotypical where you think they actually have like an ego and they're like full of themselves and like oh i don't like that athlete doesn't associate with like students that aren't athletes you know and like stuff like that what are your thoughts on that i actually have a question yeah so i guess like when i was little I used to have this thing where, and this is like, this is such a weird question I used to ask myself, but I always asked myself, like, if they're ever a professional athlete, is that can they go to the grocery store, which in the sense, like, can they can they be like their normal selves without being surrounded by many by people? Uh And then I think it was probably like my second or third year of college, where I would actually meet I've actually met a few athletes. And I realized I remembered I met them. And I'm like, I kind of like just froze in the sense where it's like, oh, my God, like, you're like you're you and then i a friend of mine who's who also helps me with this podcast she played golf at ohio state and she told me i may be an athlete but i'm also a student as well yeah and so it's very easy to forget that given the the level of success ohio state has had athletically these are human beings and so yeah yeah. i think it is one of those things where once you get to talk to athletes from a humanistic level you realize that they're not trying to be better than you. They're just, yeah. they just, just have a different perspective. Like they just have a different schedule to manage or different yeah. life to manage compared to you. It's not better yeah. or worse, but they're just like, that's what makes them human. And that's what makes them special. Yeah. It's like, I'm not in your class because I'm an athlete. I'm in this class because like, we have to take this class and I'm trying to learn <laughs> the same information as you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, You are a senior at Ohio State. And given that this is your last season, I'd love to know, what's the plan going forward and is there something that you want to achieve that you haven't achieved yet or is this one of those things where it's like let me just enjoy this day by day i'm definitely looking at it more of like a let's enjoy this day by day like i'm currently majoring in communication technology and media and i'm getting a minor in computer information systems cis i was a cs major switched out um currently doing a lot of digital media I guess, because I want to get onto the digital media team here at Ohio State. I'm currently doing some media for Big Ten, which is actually pretty cool. I run the Instagram for Ohio State Men's Gymnastics. And obviously, on my own account, I do a lot of content creation and stuff like that. Very interested in like photography, videography. So I'm looking to get along, at least like a job along the lines of that if I can. And if that doesn't work, I'm having, I'm going to try and use my CIS, my like minor, to get okay. a job somewhere within like the computer department like coding and stuff but yeah I, I would love to know given that gymnastics has played a big part in your life do you ever see yourself continuing to pursue gymnastics in the future or is this a moment where you're like almost basically retiring from the sport um kind of in crossroads right now of that because like obviously i have the dream of making the olympics and i don't really know if i'm going to continue doing that because like my body is pretty beat but if like if i had to it's not necessarily like a sense if i had to if I really want to, I'd be willing to push for it. But I don't know if that's like something that I'm like fully set on. Cause like, if I do that, that's like a very, very big commitment to do. But um, if not, then I do end up retiring. And then like, I don't know, I'll be able to do the things that I've never gotten to do. Cause like, I've been kind of my entire life, I've been doing gymnastics year round, 
there's obviously things that I just can't do, like ice skating. I think <laughs> I've been once when I was younger. I won't go again until like I'm done with gymnastics. Is like, what if I get hurt? Right. You know, or like snowboarding or all these little activities that I've always wanted to do, but like I stopped myself from doing because like my priority was gymnastics and it's like not worth that small bit of fun to take that risk of like having that injury. So I think like, so to say hypothetically, like when I'm done with gymnastics, I think I'm just going to like take a bit of time to myself to try and do all these things that I've always wanted to do and like live my life as happily as I can, you know? Yeah. You know, I like that because like, like when I asked you about how are you preparing for these last few months of your college career, it's like, yeah. I just want to take it day by day. And yeah, you know, being a little, uh, competing in the Olympics is very difficult. I mean, I I don't know. I can't say that, <laughs> but um, I I know that the fact that it does take a lot, um, a lot of effort and a lot of sacrifice. And at the end of the yeah. day, you know, you may be great at what you do, but if it has to come at the expense of like your overall well being, is yeah. it really worth it? But um, you know, I I want to kind of circle this back to you as an overall a person because you are uh, an amazing athlete. You are mm -hmm. a great student and um you are an amazing friend um what do you think what what kind of legacy do you hope to leave at ohio state or just life in general you know given that you're really good at so many things i'm not just saying that because <laughs> you're here on this podcast given that you're good at many things what is the one thing that people who either know you or don't know you remember you by <laughs> um people that know me i think the thing that i'll leave on them is like my optimism, I'd probably say, or like my positivity. I'm not one to really get mad or angry or frustrated. Like in the gym, there are people who like will fall and they're like, oh, they're cursing and like punching stuff. Like to me, it's not like I'll like legitimately like laugh it off. And like the more angry I get, I tend to like my smile gets bigger. Like <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but like that is like actually what happens. I don't know why. But um I definitely think that throughout the years I've become more appreciative of like the friends that I've made and like more genuine ones and like making those genuine like relationships and like I've realized how important these friendships or like these connections are um but I hope like the impact that I leave on these people at least for like the gymnasts like oh I hope like they look up to me and I can be like a good role model for them for someone to like follow in my footsteps um other than that, for like friends and stuff, I just love them all. I'm very grateful. And um, it's like, why not be nice to them? Because like at that point, like, or like, why not say that compliment, whatever it is, like as small as it is. Like, I start off almost every conversation with like, hi, how are you? Like, it's almost like natural for me. But like, I remember having someone say to me the other day, like, I really like think that you say, how are you? Because like, people don't always check in, you know? Right. And like, you never really know what's going on in someone's life until they tell you. And like, regardless, if they do tell you, you can't really relate to it unless it's like happened to you as well. So like, I like being there for my friends when I can. Obviously, like you said, with your mental, you can't always be there. But like, I feel like my friends have a good understanding of like, my life, my lifestyle. And like, they know that I can't always be there for them. But like, when I am, I'm like all ears, and I'll do whatever I can to help them. So like, I really hope that they feel the same way. And I hope that I leave a good impact on their lives and like look up to me as someone like look up to me as like someone that they can get their optimism from or like their positivity and friendship and love. And you know why I uh, picked you as a guest on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I seriously, like, I think, like I said, it's not about being a great athlete. It's about being a great human being. And I always mm -hmm. look at 
I always look to interview amazing people like yourself from a humanistic level. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I hope that there are more athletes like you, not just in gymnastics, mm -hmm. but in other sports. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I hope that I'm excited for what happens in the future, whether you do yeah. compete in the Olympics, <laughs> whether that is, that isn't your career in the, the communication world, the digital world, or yeah, just yeah. like, you know, hopefully you do amazing things um, with your last mm -hmm. few, your last season at Ohio state, but yeah, you know, thank you. It's, I am so glad to have met you. Uh, you have been, yeah. you are obviously one of the nicest people I've met, but <laughs> thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. And um, I'm excited to see what's in store in the future. Yeah. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the invite. I'm glad that I'm here. I'm glad that we are friends as well. We should <laughs> honestly get food sometime very soon after this. I'd love to get some food and catch up realistically. That isn't from a podcast perspective, but yeah. Um, thank you for the, I guess the good lucks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much, man. Absolutely. We'll make we'll make that uh we'll make that lunch happen. Oh, for sure. <laughs>Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what you saw, feel free to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at the OMCG podcast. For more information on guests, preview clips, and more, please continue to support this podcast in however way you're doing that. We need all the support going forward, but I'm really enjoying these conversations, and I hope you guys are as well. Thank you guys for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you soon in the next one.